Hey, um, here's a list of scientific discoveries that were later proven wrong using religion. You ready? Get in the gate. This is episode 52. We're talking demons. This is the full Get in the Gate crew. My name is Mitch. Joining me as always, Matty Gibson. Hello. Brendan Gibson. Hello. And running at the Gibsons, Reese. Our present. What's doing, boys? We are here to talk about demons. Season 3, episode 8. Let's refer to the DVD then and have a look at the synopsis for this episode. SG-1 encounters a medieval civilization and frees woman tied to a stake as a sacrifice to a demon. With the woman freed, the demon vows to destroy the village unless the SG-1 team is offered up in appeasement. Ooh. That's, that's kind of accurate. It is accurate. It's I the guess. most accurate one in quite some time. And O'Neill, nowhere to be heard from in that synopsis. Wow. Which is interesting. So clearly, uh, Richard Dean Anderson wasn't there on and the day they wrote it. No, Walter either, <laughs> well, obviously. Yes, mm. again, I've forgotten what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got another... So we seem to have had like a Woods Deloise show, tit for tat, in the last few weeks. I've noticed. Yeah, I feel like they've, they've noticed, like, okay, these guys get it. Yeah. They get it. They know what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Let's just, you know... And I did... Um, we might play it, we probably won't have time to do it this one, but I know there is an upcoming one of the um, special features. Um, Michael Shanks talks about early on, he, he one of his favourite things to do was just to watch directors just lose their minds on like day three because I think they were just doing like a normal like you know TV show and like day three they'd already be like 12 hours behind schedule and they'd be like, and they literally they'd play a little shot of a director going... Yeah, let's just print the um the the run through. That was fine. We'll just, we just we don't have time, so let's just keep going. So I feel like when when they find a director that can keep up and can produce good product, they're like, let's just yeah yeah, yeah. give it to them. Get them back. They'll you can have two hundred episodes. Get yeah. it done. <laughs> and I feel like in the case of uh, of Martin Wood and Peter Deloise too, they be the one like slowing things down or derailing it or sending everyone a little bit loopy rather than having having yeah. it happen to them. So. Yeah, Deloise is like, well, where can I fit in my cameo and the giant pineapple? Yeah. <laughs> okay, then, everybody ready? Keep going. Yeah, and Wood is like, well, where can I fit a wrench? Like, where can I put a giant <laughs> wrench in the, you know? I'll show you. Yeah, <laughs> you won't like it, buddy. Uh, was it just me or was that a Dr. Evil reference? In it the was, beginning. yeah, super early up. I mean, I didn't realise until he put the pinky finger to his mouth. <laughs> this path is well-travelled. Which means the Stargate is still in use by someone. Or something. I guess, yeah, I I guess we knew what uh, RDA did on the weekend before they started shooting this. I thought you were going to do the... <laughs> 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 totally should have. Damn, oh, way to show me up. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I actually had to go back to the DVD and actually and, and check when this episode came out. Because, of course, we're in you know nearly midway through season three. Of course, it came out in 1999. But for me, it, it, it sort of reminded me, this show started a lot later than what I think about when mm. I think about SG-1. I think about it as being a predominantly 90s show. I'm watching it going, this is a classic yeah. 90s TV series. Gilmore Girls hadn't even started when this show ended. R- oh my God. Right? I right? Mean, Roseanne geez. had though. Yeah, I think it was almost done by yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. But most of SG-1 takes place is that, in the Was that the, the end of the Roseanne jokes? Because that's got nothing. <laughs> 
That's it. He's used to it. It's been flogged to to death. Let's have him think that way. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll come up with something new. (laughs) Mate, you're watching Star Trek, so suddenly give it six months, you'll be asking for my Roseanne DVDs, I bet you. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, it's like a Star Trek is a gateway show to Roseanne. <laughs> well, no, what right. I'm saying is, I'm the only one in this room who's ever watched Star Trek, and then having known me for like two years, now Brendan's like watched two and a half of the shows. Gonna... So I'm like, I'm a bad influence on everybody. So I'm saying in six oh, months' we've all, time, we've all seen Roseanne. We just don't own the DVDs. That's all. We're just gonna have an intervention for Brendan, like in a couple of seasons. This has gotten out of hand. Okay, this is, look, you're watching. Oh, play it. I don't even nobody watch has watched season one, episode one of Roseanne. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, that is a kind of a, when they come through the gate, that is a bit of a classic British Columbia, the scene, the opening scene there was like the scorched earth one from season four, that hill. Oh, was it? It was the exact location, yeah. I saw, yep, Pine Forest. I mean, yeah, it's just a hill with trees, but <laughs> distinctive. But, but I remember that tree. <laughs> but they said... They said, oh, this path leads down to the village, which is 11 miles away. No, 11 clicks, right, 11 clicks. That's 11 miles, isn't it? Nah, it's kilometres. Oh. Okay, which was 11 <laughs> kilometres away. Uh, would I be correct in, in saying there was a first, uh, I think not too long after that little Dr. Evil reference, and we see our first CGI creature this show has given us in through two and a bit the little, seasons? The little lizard. The little lizard. Yeah, so they come up over the ridge and you see what they refer to as a church in the village and there was like this little little lizard. So for me, it was Mm. like, there's a Dr. Evil reference. I'm like, oh, and they've been watching the prequels too because obviously episode one came out that year. It's like, just shove in a CGI creature. They're they're all rage at the moment. It's like, oh, we've got a spare 20 grand in the budget. Let's just have a little lizard crawling over a (laughs) lot. For no reason I love how you say the prequels and then we all knew immediately what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, mate, let's get into geek. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, he got it. <laughs> no, he didn't. I, what no, the, I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just uh, asking an, off, off a somewhat off-the-topic question. What at what to what percentage do you think the prequels, being Star Wars, have impacted the word prequel since 1999? So whenever you hear the word prequel, people go, "Oh God!" Is it because of, how much of that is because of the way that the Star Wars prequels? Oh, for me, it's a huge factor because mm. then uh, then I think of Star Trek Beyond. Uh prequel. Mm. Oh, Stargate so Origins. Uh, even before prequel. Even, <laughs> even before that, Star Trek did um Enterprise into like yeah. two thousand and one, two thousand and two, yeah. and that was a prequel. And that yeah. was when I was first like, uh prequel. <laughs> and then and then Star Wars didn't learn because they did the four did they did Rogue One and now they're gonna do Han Solo. I'm like, no one wants prequels. Unless I it's like, I like old, Rogue One. Old I, I enjoyed the last five minutes. But <laughs> Unless it's Knights of the Old Republic, I don't care anymore. It's well, just... we might be getting that. New I trilogy so. coming the way from Ryan Johnson, director of Last Jedi. So can, only hope. can it be? Can it be? Not Old Republic. This fucking hand solo. No way. Mm, no. Lame. Yes. yes. I mean, I'll watch it. Oh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay him a twenty-two dollars to watch it, yeah. but I won't enjoy it. Yeah. I'll be happy about <laughs> it. My God, I won't. <laughs> And then we go into the village, and I don't think you would catch up on this, Reese, because you didn't watch Korai, but it's fucking old mate from Korai. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, really? I didn't like you last time, and now you come out going, oh, yeah. wooden cross, wooden cross. Right. Yeah, I'll hold this you... up for five minutes, and I'm like, get the fucking thing out of my fucking face. <laughs> yeah. I hate your face. Get that out of my face. Yeah, Not the, a last, vampire, the last time we saw him, Reese, he was trying to have Tilt killed. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of getting him killed, he died in this one. 
Uh, Wasn't that bizarre? Uh, he didn't die. Well, he did, and then he he did, and then his symbiote <laughs> brought him back to life. He, he went wrong. into a deep state of Kelnorim. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and from now on, he he's never in a state of Kelnorim. He's in a deep state of Kelnorim. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't isn't that the where you hit the deepest point of meditation for him? Yeah, oh, it so is. Yeah, like pretty deep, much. Deep. Yeah, yeah. So, like yeah. so deep. He's going like, deep, deep, like deep, was, deep, deep, deep undercover. Like I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking like balls. Yeah, balls deep <laughs> into meditation. Well, he's a Jafar. Going back to that, <laughs> going back to that gecko reference, Mitch. The only reason I thought that was interesting is because it's RDA's production company is Gecko. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I don't know if that was. Meaningful or not, probably. So he didn't get in the synopsis, but it's like shoving a little bit of subliminal subtle messaging about my production company in there. It's going to cost us 20 grand. I don't give a shit what it's going to (laughs) cost, boy. It ain't my money. Oh, wait. (laughs) And then the bloody Unas. Mm, Voiced by... Yeah, I did not even realize that until the end credits. And I'm like, what? You're terrible with people's voices, though, aren't you? Well, you know, I take them at face value. (laughs) (laughs) Now (laughs) that... So, I I have a little bit of an issue with this because... Religion? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I haven't got to that yet. They say the word um, Christian. Wait for it. My for God, it. that is a full notebook for yeah. this episode. It, it really why, is. That's why I've been quiet over here because I'm just waiting for yeah. you to unleash. I'm like, I don't need to do anything until next week, really. I mean... Well, Daniel says this is a medieval culture, so they must have used the Antarctic Gate, which I really have an issue with the timeline. Yeah, I call BS mm. on that. I haven't. I didn't go through it. Really, I didn't research it, but I just find that strange because there was a when we, if we go back to solitudes, there is a frozen Jafar or a serpent guard, as Carter calls it. We're just assuming it was some kind of Jafar, but the last time that would have been used was before the Egypt Gate was buried. I would have assumed because it was older. Yeah, I always just assumed that 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 serpent guard they found was just like. Ra knew about the other gate. Yeah, didn't want to use it because it wasn't near the pyramids and couldn't be asked moving it. So it had some guards there guarding it. I always thought it was before Ra even came to Earth. I always thought it was the original one. Yeah, well, how would the serpent? Well, the serpent guards couldn't have been Ra's then. They would have had to be someone else's, which I guess leads credence to this that you know. Yeah. Someone else. I guess came so. through afterwards. But I mean. The so. medieval times, when was that? Like <laughs> six, seven hundred years ago? Yeah. So it was still Antarctica then. So I doubt they would have had the gate on Antarctica. Obviously, but then Jack they could have moved it. But... Jack says later on in the episode, Daniel, how long have these people been living like this? A thousand years? And he says, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so... so unless they've just come to this new world and got to the medieval understanding yeah. of That's where I had the... Always had the issue with the ex with the other cultures other than I- Egypt because or oh, the Unas. Sorry to interrupt. The Unas. I just remembered the, the whether the Unas come in and said this is religion. I'm the devil. Sort your shit out or I'll Ooh, eat you. Ooh, I like oh, okay. that. Yeah, because yeah, I, I had like the same. That. The issue is like, oh well, Christianity kind of is is more recent than mm. ancient Egyptian mythology. So it's like, yeah, how would this culture if they were taken from Earth? I like the idea that the Unas. Because it is uh, the, yeah. the Goa'ul, essentially, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So they obviously did well, their research Sokar, on... which is supposed to be the devil incarnate. Yeah, so they, they've done their research on the Egyptian gods and then obviously done research yeah. on the well, Christian god. If the if the Unas are, you know, the Gaul's first hosts, maybe back then it was, it was they had the 
what do they call it? The mono deity thing where it was just a, a God and Satan kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. And then as they've, you know, progressed and, and discovered, you know, worked on this whole Egyptian motif mm. that's then, that's then taken off. So yeah, I like that. Mm. that yeah. What sort of timeline have we been working with that the Egyptian gate was lost to the ghoul, you know, buried by the ancient... 5,000 5, years ago. Yeah, so... A million bajillion years. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just where I got lost, yeah, like that, yeah, it's been buried. So essentially, yeah. the Tauri, Earth has been lost to the rest of the galaxy yeah, there's, there's a, for 5,000 years. There's an actual date at the end of season eight, uh, Jack and Daniel are talking about it, and Daniel says... You know, the, such the the rebellion that led to mm. Riley the Gate was three thousand BC. Yeah, right. Three thousand BC. So. Yeah, what, what's Christianity like? At best, it's about what six. Well, what year is it? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they reckon even as a religion, like it didn't really pick up for a couple of hundred years. It was after, yeah. uh, the Bible was yeah. written five hundred years after Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. No, it yeah. wasn't. It was. It was in the beginning of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they started keeping a notebook, obviously. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the Bible is hearsay. It yeah. would not hold up in a court of law. Yeah, yeah they swear on it. Yeah. In a court of law. <laughs> you swear on the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I don't want to bang on this too much. I, I'm not to but shit do, on, but <laughs> not to shit on religion. <laughs> but at one point there, Tilt goes, I do not believe that that a Gawaud could reach the benevolence of your God. And Jack goes, what, like, God, God? That's a bit, That's a bit. what, far-fetched or something? Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a stretch. I'm like, why is that a stretch? Mm. Like, if you no, look at... It's the, everything Jack says about religion is tongue-in-cheek. I'd hope so, given that he gave it to Kinsey back in season one yeah, when, you true. know, Kinsey was going on about how God's going to save them yeah. from the ghouls. And... There's only one God, son. Mm. And you think, God... He's going to see. Like, he was really yeah. dismissive of that. Yeah. I did have a bit of a nitpick about this episode, just in terms of, um, uh, there's a bit of a, a plot hole for me. And, if, okay, so, just for townspeople. So, mm. they think Teal'c is a demon. Mm. And they're quite happily to put him through all these tasks and all that sort of stuff and kill him and all that sort of stuff. Racist. Yeah. But, yeah, but, but <laughs> they get, yeah, well, there kind of is, because it's like, well, why don't they do that with the Unas? The Unas, yeah. the Unas isn't Satan. The Unas is a demon. Yeah. And they think Teal'c is a demon the same as the Unas because he, he bears the mark. Mm. And Simon does say very early on, it's like, oh, you know, when the Unas comes, that's the demon coming in its true form. So it's like, it's, it was weird to me that, that all the townspeople were happy to bind together and, and rise up and, and yeah. capture Teal'c and put him through all these things mm. and they, all that sort of But they never thought to do that when the Unas well, comes. Yeah. yeah. I just found that a weird, why be scared of one and not scared of the other? A plot hole that I didn't get was um, the SG1 team said, oh, we'll we'll kill the Unas and then we'll go home and then you bury the gate. And I'm like, why don't you just go home and then get them to bury the gate yeah. without killing the Unas? Yeah. yeah. That the- would solve the whole f***ing issue. <laughs> yeah, because Carter said it's like, oh, you know, it's going to take years for a ship to, to get there. At which point, you'd surely you think good to go, oh, it's just one planet. It's really yeah. not yeah, worth the trip. what's the point? <laughs> like, I mean, it's not worth the miles. And then, yeah, regardless if they kill the Unas or not, a ship's probably going to come anyway. Mm. So why go through the hassle of trying to kill it? I mean, sure, you want to put a TV show out, but... Jack just has a thing with Unas. He just likes killing them. <laughs> he, he just, just yeah. really likes Chuck another one up. But till. how does Carter know where the Gua'ulda are? Well, they could have outposts, you know what I mean? Joel she can feel them. Yeah. Joel and Artolda. Nailed it. Oh, yeah, she made a bloody appearance this episode as well, didn't she? Yeah, right she saved the, the day right at the end. Yeah. Oh, the ghoul went into him. I can feel it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then they killed him. The girl didn't didn't heal him, and then 
Carter just runs straight over to him to give the glow oh, no. a chance to so jump dumb. into her. Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I don't get the cannon guy. Like, was he in on it? Like, I don't. Oh, he just liked the power. But yeah. then, like, he had the the Google technology ring with the yeah. with the, with the thunderbolt. What, and what was that? Yeah. What was that? Was I that thought, a satellite or something? It'd have to be. When that when that first, when he first started doing that, I'm like, oh shit, he got that off the Asgard. Yeah, like that's that's Thor. That those that lightning and bloody. Yeah, but then but then Carter said it felt like a zap blast. Like it looked like lightning, but it felt like a zap blast. And I feel like that's the perfect kind of ghoul technology to make them look like they're they're gods to make these people fear mm. by you know because most people think oh, by you know running a hand over a ring is not gonna you know make thunder come and lightning come down from the sky. So mm. it's like they can call this lightning from the sky and look like gods. When it's actually just technology. Yeah, but true. I don't understand where that ring came from. Obviously, it's been handed down from canon to canon, but it's like, well, what? Is that just leftover tech? Why would the yeah. demon let him have it? Ironically, there's a great episode of um, Stargate Atlantis featuring the same actor who plays the canon. Across the universe! <laughs> um, where they're in cahoots with uh, the Wraith, and they have like all these... Um, uh, prisoners on like a prison island where the Stargate is, and the Wraith come through and take all the all the the prisoners that are on there. And the guy who runs the the nice part of the world, he totally knows what's happening. Like none of no one else on the yeah. planet knows that the people on that island are getting taken and killed. Yeah. But he's he's you know he's making laws stricter and stricter, so that when someone does break a law, he can send them to that island to keep the to keep the Wraith oh, safe. So that, yeah. that I find is a more whole way of telling this story like mm. uh, the canon guy being a dick didn't really add much to yeah. it at the end just no, having, because having even, chicken pox uh, rack off because yeah. even if you are even if you are really religious you know that that canon guy is full of shit because he's like this guy bears the mark of the devil mm. and like I mean like peep viewers yeah. On a side note, how good of an actor was that guy? Yeah, he, he was, was just so pompous and yeah. oh, I'm in charge like he, he the way he acted so it and, well. and talked how he was like so quiet, but just so mm. blase, like nonchalant. Yeah, I loved it, man. I just yeah. I hated him, but I loved hating him. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, I wrote that down. And then uh, Tilk was the the Jesus of that world when he rose. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> His resurrection, and they were scared of him running away. <laughs> Jesus has risen. When I first saw the Unas coming, I actually thought that was Soka. The first time I watched this, and I was like, "Oh, awesome! This is Sokar. He's like the Unas guy." Mm. And um, turns out he wasn't. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Bitterly disappointed. Yeah. But they say that um, Sokar is Satan, which is interesting because so that implies here that Sokar has Unas Guauld mm. working yeah. for him. The only one we've we've met prior to this was the one that was sort of locked away in. Um, in Thor's hammer. So you just mm. kind of like, okay, well, we, he's been there for thousands of years or whatever it was, so we weren't sure how that was going. But it does then lead credits. It's like, well, the last time we heard from Sokar, he was, you know, the he was putting that projection up on the on our iris yeah. to make him look like a like an Unasi sort yeah. of demon. Demons. I think this so. is why early on I really had troubles with who the hell Sokar was. And like, I understand mm. Reese's confusion about who the hell Sokar is because you've never seen him. Yeah, and it's like, they well... They talk yeah. about him all the time. We met him. No, they're really trying to push him. Even this episode, that was one of the first thoughts. Yeah. I, I thought, like, they're really trying to push him as the new bad guy. It's yeah. like, you've never yeah. seen him, but trust me, he's bad yeah, news. Yeah, it's the yeah. complete opposite to Apophis. It's like, we meet Apophis like first scene of the, of the yeah. series and we see what a 
maniacal evil guy he is. Mm. Yeah. And, it's like, and okay, then we've... find out why should we why we should fear him yeah. after we've already been had it proven to us. Yeah, really. and now it's yeah. like, okay, well, this Sokar's even worse because he's killed Apophis. Yeah. And then it's mm. like, well, we haven't even seen him yet. And mm. we can, all we know is that he's, you know, got these Unas and he's posing as the devil. And, and you know, in the same way that it, Apophis was what? Apophis was the Egyptian god of death or... I don't, I don't think no. Apophis no, was a real a... god. That's something they made up for the show. Ah, uh, okay. He's, yeah, like two combined, I think. Ah, uh, okay. Can't remember exactly. Because Anubis is the is a real Egyptian <laughs> god. He's the god of the underworld yeah. or death, something like that. And I yeah. feel like... Apophis... Horus is, um, Hathor is, yeah. Set, Satesh, yeah. Yeah. Osiris. They all are. Mm. So, yeah, it is really interesting that they're sort of doing the, the slow burn on, um, on Sokar, trying yeah. to sort of build, build up to him. Yeah, so I can I, I can understand why people. I think I was the same initially. It's just like, oh, who is this Soka guy? What, yeah. What's a Soka? I just like the idea that if we do get to meet his army of Unas, that they're all voiced by James actors Earl that James. we love, like oh. James Earl Jones. There's Teal. Yeah, one, one comes out and goes. <laughs> or another Hello, I'm an Unas, <laughs> and let me talk to you about penguins. See, that makes more sense to Jeremy Irons because clearly they can only be voiced by black guys. Oh, like, okay. You know, you can't Sorry. have Jeremy Irons. Oh, I would take excellent voices all across the board. Jeremy Irons would be the motherfucking Unas. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get the, Soka. Get the guy who um, who played um, the main gargoyle in that Disney cartoon Gargoyles. Remember oh, Goliath? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. be a good Unas voice. Oh yeah. They called the Stargate the Circle of Darkness in this. Remember I mentioned that in Korai? Yeah, yeah. Because it's the same guy. And then they used, in Korai, they called it Circa Kona. That's right. I just like the little little changes for each culture. Name the Stargate something different. Mm. Doorway to Heaven, Stargate, Circa Kona, Chapai. Yeah, the Doorway to Heaven and the Circle of Darkness couldn't be more polar opposite, could they? <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Depends on who comes out of it. Yeah. yeah. I like Daniel's line. Uh, they didn't call it the Dark Ages because it was dark. <laughs> just sassy. Just Back to condescending, sassy. Jackson. Yeah. Little moment that I that really um, got me was when he was gonna when old mate was gonna drill a hole in his missus' head. I felt like it was a niece or something. It wasn't his girlfriend? Well, did you guys think that, or you thought it was his girlfriend? Yeah, I thought it was his missus. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got confused when you said a niece. Then I was like, what? Yeah, because cause what did he say? He didn't said he say, oh, she was an parents, orphan? Her parents died. And, and he took her in. I thought that's what he said. Yeah, I thought that was just code for yeah. took her in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'll get back to this heartfelt um, part yeah. that I was talking about. <laughs> heartfelt? He felt uh, her heart. Going to do the Japaning ritual uh, where he drilled the hole in the head. And then, um, and then Daniel was like, nah, don't do it. And then he goes, well... Um, better she die with us than at the hands of the devil. And I'm like, shit, man. Yeah, like, good call, but there's yeah, a better way. The devil in the pale moonlight. <laughs> no, I get it. But you, you see that he, like his, um, the ignorance of his of his standpoint. He doesn't know that there's anywhere else, any, any way else. So yeah. in his way, this is the better way to go. If I mm. if I drill a hole in her head, that's the better better thing to do. And Which I'm is like, probably true, though. Yeah. And I'm just thinking... <laughs> Well, what what a predicament! Like, what? How? Yeah. Like, I'd rather imagine, get a hole well, imagine in my making head. that decision and it just is, that yeah. she's watching you as you're drilling a hole in her. 
in the head. Yeah, and it does. Well, it does kind of tie in with the whole Christianity faith that that this planet is based around. It's like well, that is bullshit. Well, no, if, if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna die, die in the best way possible. Like yeah. it's you know, yeah. If you, yeah. You know. in the least horrendous way possible. Yeah, and it's like try and get the best outcome of your death. It's like if you're on your deathbed, whereas, yeah. confess your sins. Well, yeah. whereas the Vikings are like, I want to die in battle. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bitches go to Valhalla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a beer. Yeah. But we get the um, gratuitous Peter DeLuise cameo. Did we the demon that? comes! The demon comes! Have you not got an audio the bit for that? No. What? No, I just got the picture because I thought the picture was way better. Oh, uh, okay. Plus, I figured if I said the demon comes, you'd make some kind of ejaculation jokes. So. Brendan. <laughs> no, I'm not no. like that, mate. Come no. on, mate. He's a good Christian boy. <laughs> <laughs> not that good. Altar boy. The only other thing I was going to say was when they get struck by lightning, Carter comes too and soon says, he touched his ring before the lightning started. Now, a couple of things crossed <laughs> my mind. Cut. I'll bet they did. <laughs> bet they did. <laughs> But what mainly comes to mind is a few of Mitch's ex-girlfriends told me something similar. When Mitch touched his ring, that's when the lightning started. <laughs> that's my move. <laughs> How dare they tell you? And they... The they, night was electric. They only, they only vaguely remember because they were about to pass out when he started, started oh, doing it. Mate. Mate. <laughs> Do you have some housekeeping, Maddie? Cause... Nah. Okay. Well, I do. The girl... Who was, what's her name? Going to get drilled in the face was in Watchmen <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Travelers. I don't know. Don't mention but Zack Snyder movies in front of Maddie. About, we know better than this. You talked about Chris Judge voiceover. He's also doing the the new God of War game mm. that's out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or coming out. All right, that's episode 52 of Get Into Gate Demons. Now, uh, we did get off on a little bit of a tangent midway through this episode, as we sometimes do. This is about Christianity. This whole show is talking about religion and its perception and basically what happens when that uh, that ball starts rolling down a hill and becomes something that it was maybe never intended to. So we got off on a, uh, a big tirade about religion. We're going to put that up as a bit of a separate podcast. It, uh, it did all start in good faith, and I use that as not so much a pun, <laughs> But it's got started in good faith talking about this show, so uh, it got into. It got, I don't know. It got. It got pretty. It got in depth. It, yeah, I think pretty it was, deep. Uh, I think it was knowledgeable. It's quite insightful. So you can check out that as a uh, a bit of a separate chat. We'll pop that up um, straight after this podcast. Here you can check it out. A little bit of a double feature for this week's demons chat. Uh, next week we're going to be. T- <laughs> yeah, we're just making more money off this. Oh, hang on, hang on. Wait, have we started charging everyone yet? Yeah. Or... What's what's fifty percent of zero? Yeah. Damn it. Next week we're going to be talking about eight months. <laughs> <laughs> next week we're talking rules of engagement. Until then, you can check out all of our old episodes uh, wherever you might find your podcast. You can find us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get in the gate, a Stargate podcast, or you can drop us a line. Get in the gate at Gmail. Com. Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Matteo. At uh, Good Christian Boys on Instagram. <laughs> I've been on that. That's not you. <laughs> Brendan, dare I ask, where are you? I have something I forgot. Um, at the Brendan Gibson on Instagram. And Reese. I am at the Flying Gibson. We will be back next week, episode 53, Rules of Engagement. Get in a gate. We'll check you out right there on there for more Stargate Sundays. Bye. Get into geek.com.